my friend, and welcome back to Love Someone with Delilah. One of the things I love hearing from my listeners is how many generations have tuned into my radio show. After doing this little radio thing for over 40 years now, it's not uncommon to hear, my mom used to listen to you, and I'd go to sleep as a kid hearing your voice. Now, now my kids go to bed listening to you. Today's guest on Love Someone with Delilah can also boast of entertaining multiple generations of fans. I fell in love with her when I was curled up on the floor next to my grandparents' wood stove after weekend family dinners. She was on a number of variety shows. She was a regular guest on Hee Haw. Remember that show? It was on TV. Hee Haw was my grandparents' favorite show, and they were so thrilled when she guest starred. My dad, Dick Luke, played guitar in a country western band himself, and he was one of her biggest fans. She has remained active and relevant decade after decade and is loved by my children after her recent collaboration with the duo known as For King and Country. She had a huge hit last year called God Only Knows. Now, even my grandchildren adore her. So think about that. My grandparents loved her. My parents loved her. I love her. My kids love her and my grandkids love her. That's five generations. If her amazing talent wasn't enough to endear her to millions, her beautiful, warm, authentic personality, her eyes that outsparkle even her most lavish rhinestone costumes, her unfailing sense of humor, mostly her kind and generous heart would have done the trick anyway. I am so privileged to welcome, quote, the most honored and revered female country singer-songwriter of all time to my podcast today. She has achieved 25 gold, platinum, and multi-platinum awards. She's had 26 songs reach number one on the Billboard charts, a record for any female artist. I will be back with the one, the only, Miss Dolly Rebecca Parton, right after we spend a little time talking about the folks who make this podcast possible, The Home Depot. If you're listening to this podcast on your smartphone, take a minute and download The Home Depot app. It opens up the whole Home Depot store to you. One of my favorite parts of the app, how simple they make picking a new appliance needed for my home and imagining how it will fit into your home. Once you choose the appliance you'd like, you can use the same app and the phone camera to see just how it will look in your kitchen or your laundry room, wherever it's going. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Hi, it's Delilah. Oh, Delilah. Hello. Hello. Ah! <laughs> what are you taking? Oh, my gosh. Dolly, you have no idea how much I adore you. Oh, well, good. Thank you. I'm such a fangirl. I'm geeking out here. My heart is racing a, a million miles a minute. I I love you. Don't give me the big head now. <laughs> I'll get to thinking I'm something. <laughs> you are something, honey. God has blessed you, and you have blessed so many people. Uh, my sister 
who is the producer of my podcast, she's an even bigger fan than I am. And we were talking about how when we were growing up, my grandparents loved you and my parents loved you. And you were on um, the Porter Wagner show and Hee Haw. And when you were on both shows in a week, it was like we had won the lottery. <laughs> well, those were fun shows that goes back a long time. But yeah, I've got a, a huge following. It's always fun to have all these all these older fans and then their kids, like you said, your grandpa and your parents. And now even some little kids when I got to be on the Hannah Montana show with Miley. Then I had a whole new little group of people. So I feel so blessed that I've been able to decade after decade still have these little fans coming along. So that makes me real proud. I was counting up with my sister, my grandparents, my parents, us, our kids, and now my grandkids, um, <laughs> they've discovered you. And it's, it's, it's amazing how you have the same impact on all of us in our heart. You know, it's that heart connection. Oh, well, that's a sweet way of saying it. Well, I do love people. And I always talk about, you know, being brought up in such a big family and all of my all of my people had big families, so I I see somebody in my family and everybody I meet. So I just feel like we're I'm always at a family reunion when I go to concerts or when I meet people. I kind of connect with every person like it's somebody I already know, and uh, I just I just enjoy my life and I enjoy people and I like things to be good if I can help make them good and try to make people happy. So how are you? Are you happy? What have you been doing during the coronavirus slowdown, shutdown pandemic? Well, I've I've been working like usual. Uh, I've just been very creative because I'm uh, I'm the kind of person that I can't just sit around and worry about things. I've got to try to make things as right as I can. So I figured the best way that I could make the most of the downtime would be to write songs about it and create things. And uh, so I've been writing a lot, and I wrote a lot of my Christmas album and did most of my whole new Christmas album that's coming out, you know, while we were kind of locked down. And we were very smart and very cautious in how we worked with wearing our mask and doing our social distancing. And I work in a very small circle, but I've just been working the whole time. I haven't missed a beat. So you you touched on two things there that I get to talk about. One is your new song, which is about what we're going through, When Life is Good Again. Yeah, that's one of the first songs I wrote when we were all going through this, and I realized people were just panicking and they were scared to death and needed a little bit of hope and a little bit of light, you know, and I just, you know, I just feel like life will be good again, and hopefully we'll be better people be a deeper and smarter and maybe have a little more love and a little more acceptance. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, if there's something good to come out of this, then it will be that. But I did write that and several other songs about about it. But um, but that's what I do. That, uh, that's how I kind of, that's my therapy for myself is to write. And so I never, uh, I never let anything get me down. I just pray about things and uh, ask for direction and, just kind of go with the flow. Like a hard candy Christmas. You don't let anything get you down. Yeah. <laughs> I I have to tell you, even though I know it's been hard on the world, hard on our country, hard on the economy, life for me and my kids was, was and is so good 
because I've never got to spend this much time with them before. Well, there's something good in everything, and that's why I think people should really look at all the positive things. I know it's it's really hard to have to just be holed up all the time with with kids and not being able to go to work yourself because you got to take care of your kids and all. But you still, like you said, people have spent more time with their families than ever before. So there's a lot of good. There's a reason and a season for everything, and I think this is just a season we're supposed to be going through, and hopefully we'll we'll all recognize what all the reasons are supposed to be. So I heard that back in early April, right after this hit, you donated a substantial sum, a large sum of money to Vanderbilt University for research uh, on treating and preventing coronavirus. I'll try to do my part right away. And they're looking for a, a vaccination, of course, a cure for it. And I thought, well, I'll just get in early on it and just don't put my money where my mouth is and... Uh, you know, try to be of help. So I was happy that I was able to do that. And hopefully they're going to find a vaccine before long and we won't have to go through this forever and get back to some sort of a normal for all of us and get back to where we can get out and sing our music and be in concert again and get out and do whatever we want to do. But for now, we'll just be smart and do our best and hope for the best. And like I say, if things get hard, just pray. If it gets harder, pray harder. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I read while I was doing research to get to talk to you. um, And by the way, Winona, who I love and who helped me through the hardest times in my life, said about you, she said, when you get to talk to Dolly, you're going to feel like you're meeting an old friend for the first time. I love that. I said, I can't wait. I hope I get to talk to her soon. So uh, Winona is your number one fan, tied with my sister and I. Great, great singer she is, right? She's wonderful. What a voice. What a what a late, what a heart. What a I heart. Know. Nice compliment. I appreciate that. I, you never know what people say about you until somebody tells you what they said. But uh, But I've always loved her, too. And you sound like a very personable person. I, I feel like I've known you, too. Some people are like that. You just feel like you've always known them. That's why I was saying earlier about, you know, everybody being like somebody in my family. I think people relate to me because I think they feel like I'm like a, a sister or an aunt or somebody that they've always known because I just love people. And I just like to kind of reach out and, you know, just kind of touch people with love if I can and friendliness. You know, I, I'm a big old, big mouth person. I just, I just love people. So I just try to get in there and make people feel comfortable. I think the thing that I loved most about you when I was, when I was, you know, first getting into the radio business and following your career is that you have the tenacity to say what we're all thinking, but because you say it with that sweet voice and that beautiful smile, you get away with it. <laughs> You get away. Nobody else could have done nine to five back in the day that that movie was a hit facing the discrimination we face. You you girls hit it head on the nail on the head and you got away with it because of who you are and the love that you put into everything. Well, I just love people. I think everybody should have the right to be who they are exactly. And I think they should be recognized, appreciated, loved, paid, and everything about that. I just 
think we're all God's children and we're all equal in his eyes. And I think God must be a rainbow because he said he created us in his image. So we're all colors. We're all, all styles. We're all who we are. And I think we should be allowed to do that. And I just try to rule with love. I let my love go first in everything. I try to I always, you know, like I said, I don't mean to sound religious. I'm not religious. I'm very spiritual. I grew up in the church. But I just I just kind of draw on that higher wisdom in myself. And I just try to, you know, to to think how I want to be treated, how I want to be loved. I want to be able to be myself. And I think people should be able to be free and, and to be appreciated no matter who and what or how they are. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You collaborated last year with a, such a great group for King and Country. I have um, played them and promoted them for several years now. And now you have a holiday album coming out. I think we should just have Christmas like for the next three months. What do you think? I think we will. I think we're going to have it here. We've been, I've been having it since the, right after the first of the year and writing all these songs, choosing the songs, and then recording them. So I've been having Christmas. In fact, it's so funny. We kind of decorate uh, the areas where we're working with Christmas trees and make it feel like Christmas when we're, when we're working. And we've been doing a lot of interviews where they've got Christmas trees and presents and everything sitting around. I keep wanting to open presents, see what I got for Christmas, <laughs> although they're empty boxes. <laughs> I think we need to just, with, with this crazy year we've had, I think we need to start Christmas now and put up the put up the the sparkle and the 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 tinsel and the lights and focus on that and play a holly dolly Christmas. 
Hey, Holly, Dolly Christmas would be good. I think that's fun. And I thought I always loved the song Holly Jolly Christmas with Burl Ives. And years ago when I, I had a TV show of my own, he was a special guest. And I got to sing that song. He's the one that made that song famous. And when I got ready to do my Christmas album, I thought, oh, Holly Dolly Christmas would be clever. <laughs> clever. Thought, yeah. So clever. T- tell me some of the artists that are on your Holly Dolly Christmas with you. Well, actually, we have six special duets on the album. We've got, uh, I, I, I wrote a song called Cozy Down, uh, Cuddle Up Cozy Down Christmas with Michael Buble. And that's going to be a single, I think, the first song off the album. I did. Wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Don't. I know that you've been married forever to your husband, but don't you just want to cozy down and cuddle up with Michael Bublé? <laughs> he is such a love bug. I love him. Okay, go on. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. But he not only is all that. He is such a nice person. So we we really had some nice conversations and some fun. And so I think people are going to love this little song. It is a very sexy song. It's about two people snowbound, and all they got to do is all they, nothing else to do but love on you kind of thing, drinking their wine and all that. So it's very cute. We kind of flirt and play in the song. But uh, it, that was fun. And then, of course, I got to do a, another special friend of mine, Jimmy Fallon, we sang the Mariah Carey song, All I Want for Christmas is You. And then Billy Ray Cyrus and I did a duet. Molly and I did a duet on the album. Willie Nelson and I did a duet. He wrote a classic Christmas song many years ago called Pretty Paper. Roy Orbison had the big record on it. But I thought, well, since he wrote it, and it's one of my favorites, he played his guitar and we sang on it. So it's great. I did a duet with my brother Randy, who we... Uh, we sang great together. We had a big hit years ago called Old Flames, Can't Hold a Candle to You. A lot of people don't realize that was my brother. But anyway, he was born in December. He was our Christmas baby, so I wrote a song called You Are My Christmas. It's a duet, like a love song. And so then we did all those special people, and then we did some classics, like I Saw Mama Kissing Santa Claus and, uh, and Holly Jolly Christmas, and some of those wonderful old Christmas songs as well. You're amazing. You're amazing. I I wish this this weren't a phone interview because I so want to hug you and just pour my love into you. (laughs) One last thing before you go that I want to talk about, because I heard you uh, have hit 140 million, your nonprofit Imagination Library. You give a book to anybody who wants to sign up for your literacy program. Uh, books are donated to kids, and there was a big celebration when you hit a hundred million. Now, what are you at giving books away? Yeah, well, we are looking to be one of these days. Maybe we'll give a billion books around the world. But we started this little program uh, twenty-four years ago, and now we're just in different places all over the world. And we we do give books to children from the time they're born. Uh, they get a book once a month. It comes in the mail with their little name on it. But anyway, so we give books to children until they start school. And uh, so it's a wonderful, wonderful program. I'm so proud of it. And now that we've, you know, got that many books in the hands of children, all we can do is hope to get more books there. So that's a program I'm very, very proud of. You're augmenting that with Good Night with Dolly, where you're reading a different children's book live. Um, and I heard you've got over a million streams of kids watching Good Night with Dolly. 
Well, that was just a one-time thing. That was during the COVID, you know, when that first started and everybody was holding up at the house. I just read about nine books from the Imagination Library. But everybody's saying, you got to do this all the time. you got to do this all the time. Uh, but uh, maybe I'll be doing some more. But that we just did like eight, eight. I think we did eight at that time. So Those eight books have been watched uh, over a million times. So thank you. But you're welcome. I enjoy doing all that. I love to... I love the kids, and uh, the kids relate to me. I'm like Mother Goose, or I'm like a cartoon character to the kids. <laughs> well, weren't I you a, weren't you on um, the the school bus? I remember watching the Magic School Bus with some of my kids and hearing your voice. Yes, I was on that years and years ago. I've been on almost all those kind of things. Alvin and the Chipmunks. I've, I've uh, lended my voice to many of those cartoon type things. But anyway, we're so excited about the Christmas album, Holly Dolly Christmas, and all these wonderful guests. And I'm just hoping, like you said, that people are going to really be uplifted. They're going to have to pretty much stay at home anyway. Not totally at home, but they're going to be spending more time at home than usual. So maybe they can play my album and enjoy that because I do a lot of talking on it, too, and kind of, you know, during the turnarounds, the instrument, you know, when they play the instruments, little breaks, they call it. So I talk to people and kind of have a little fun. So it's kind of like I'm there in your house having Christmas with you. So I could like put on a really pretty dress and pretend I'm at a Christmas concert with you. Yeah, you could. Or like you're at my house for Christmas. (laughs) See, you, how many kids? There were 12 in your family? Yeah, there's six boys and six girls in my family. But I have all these nieces and nephews and cousins and when you were growing up, didn't didn't I read that you lived at one time your family in a one room cabin? Well, we had two rooms and a and a path. <laughs> Outdoor toilet, so to speak. So I said most people grew up in four rooms and a bath. We had two rooms and a path and running water when we'd run and get it. <laughs> <laughs> I went to my great grandma's house in Arkansas and she had, she had two rooms and a path. And I was like, what are you talking about? And my grandma handed me a hoe and she said, you got to take the hoe with you when you, when you go out the path. I'm like, I'm not going to be working in the garden at night. And she said, sissy, you got to take the hoe for the the snakes. I'm like, Oh, hell no, 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 no. Take me home. (laughs) (laughs) like that for the biggest part of my life in the mountains you know so did you have the hoe for the snakes did you have did you have cotton mouths you had to what well we didn't have cotton mouths in the toilet that was in the river (laughs) no i'm saying on the path to the to the outhouse my grandma had snakes yeah we had snakes but not cotton mouth usually out in the water but there were snakes all around rattlesnakes copperheads black snakes garden snakes green snakes all kinds of snakes in the, in the mountains, but you kind of grow, you know, you know, that's their home too. So you just kind of have to have a hoe to scoot them out of the way. <laughs> yeah. When my grandma said, take the hoe, I was like, oh, the, I, and, and I grew up on a farm. It's not like I was a city girl, but that was taking it a little too far. Well, you do what you got to do. When you got to go, you got to go. <laughs> when you got to go, you got to go. Dolly, thank you for spending this time with us. I am so glad I get to play When Life is Good Again on my radio show. And I can't wait for Christmas. A Holly Dolly Christmas is available now wherever you buy your music. So I can play Have a Holly Dolly Christmas and let everybody else hear 
your beautiful voice and Billy Ray and Michael Buble and your brother and Jimmy. It's going to be wonderful. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I can tell you're going to be one I'm going to want to hug when we can hug again. When we can hug again, I'm going to give you the biggest squeeze and just think, I thank God for you. I thank God for you and your talent and your gift of love. Well, thank you so much. Well, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, Dolly. Thank you. She's an American icon known for her musical acting talents, her unapologetic flamboyant hair, her clothing styles, her bling, 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 her theme park, Dollywood, and her tremendous generosity towards children, which has earned her the nickname, The Book Lady. She defies stereotypes. She defies the aging process. And for her entire life, she has defied the odds. Dolly Rebecca Pardon, the fourth of 12 children born into extreme poverty, has known some bad times. She continues to share her unfailing hope with the world through her philanthropy and always, always, always her music, letting us know that life will be good again, whatever struggles you may be facing. Do Dolly and I proud. Keep up your faith, your hope, and keep changing the world one heart at a time. Yeah.